guys, welcome back to Outside In. I'm Dolly, your host, and today's episode is gonna be a little bit different than usual. It's just me today, and I just wanted to talk to you all about something that's really important in the hope that it inspires some positive change. Before we go any further, I'd like to give you a massive heads up and trigger warning that this podcast today will predominantly be about sexual harassment and assault in the tattoo industry. So if these topics are a particular trigger for you, then please stop listening now. For those of you who missed my live Instagram story the other day, I spoke about this issue briefly and how I'm hoping to fundamentally change things in this industry to stop anyone being at risk in the future. I draw on my own experiences which I'll discuss with you today and talk to you about how I feel so strongly that things need to change in order for the tattoo world to flourish. A few months back, I asked my Instagram followers why they got tattooed and what it provided for them emotionally. The response was overwhelming and I'd like to share some of those answers with you before I start babbling on about why it's so important to keep these clients safe when they're getting tattooed. People were saying things like, it gives me confidence in my own skin and allows me to express myself. It makes me feel much more confident in myself. It gives me complete ownership of my body. These ring true to me because in a world where we're constantly comparing ourselves to others on social media, the notion of being truly yourself and being content with that is so, so important. Other people mentioned that they get tattooed to cover self-harm scars, to recover from grief and loss, and to help things with like recovering from eating disorders and stuff like that. The idea that people put faith in us to help them through such pain and grief is often not acknowledged by a lot of tattoo artists and I think it's really important to remember that whilst for us this is a job we do every day, that doesn't mean that each person is the same. Most people have a deeper reason for getting tattooed and it's our responsibility to help them through that by the work that we do. This isn't something that should be taken lightly at all and it's an honour that people ask us to help them through such things. One of the main reasons I noticed was that often people are using tattooists as a quote, self-harm deterrent, or as a release in the same way that they get used to self-harm, but at the end you get something prettier. Another said that it makes them feel at home in a body they've hated for most of their life. The general consensus was that it made people love something about themselves that they didn't like before, and I personally think it's kind of amazing that people trust us to be part of their recovery and their journey into self-acceptance. And the idea that anyone might take advantage of that makes me really fucking cross. So now onto my story and how this all got started in the first place. Um, A few years ago, I traveled to Birmingham to have my back piece started. The guy who did it had tattooed me before, he did my chest piece, and that time I took my friend with me. um, And whilst he was like flirty, I didn't necessarily feel unsafe by any stretch of the imagination. So when I went to have my back done, I didn't feel like I needed to take a power with me. I didn't want to make her drive me to the Midlands again. It's really far from Brighton. Um, So I went on my own. A lot of you won't know this, but often when tattooists tattoo other tattooists, we tend to cut them a deal. It means we often sort of tattoo them on our days off and it means that we don't lose out on money that we would be making if we were tattooing a regular client. Um, So I get there, the shop's usually shut on that day. So it's just me and him alone. Obviously, getting your entire back and bum tattooed kind of means you have to basically be naked. I had a shirt on backwards, but other than that, I was pretty much in my birthday suit. So there I am, expecting him to have drawn something up in advance, given that I'd given him quite a specific brief. Turns out he's super hungover. He'd slept at the studio after a fight with his now ex-girlfriend and obviously hadn't drawn my design at all. I was pissed off. I didn't say anything, which is kind of annoying. 
I mean, it's not very professional and especially given that it's also my job, I couldn't help but think like, holy shit, I would never do that to any of my clients. Um, so he knocks together a super basic idea and tells me that he'll like fancy up as he goes along. I do this quite often when I'm tattooing. Um, if I know that me and my client have a relationship where she can trust that I am gonna kind of flourish it in a nice way and not make it shit. So we start tattooing. I don't know how many of you have had your entire back tattooed, but it's no picnic. You wouldn't ever really think about it until you're actually having it tattooed, but it's just all ribs, spine and organs. So there I am trying to hold my shit together. I've got my headphones in, got a can of Monster on the go. I've taken some painkillers. Um, and I'm just trying to ignore the inappropriate comments that are being fired at me. Uh, things like, I could kiss you right now and you wouldn't be able to do anything about it and stuff like that. On top of that, he's uh, consistently squirting his green soap into my nether region and laughing about it. And it's mad because I'd like to think that actually I'm quite gobby and I'm quite strong when it comes to that sort of thing and something in me felt strangely powerless. This man was tattooing me, I couldn't even see what he was tattooing on me and now I've been subjected to this humiliation on top of all of that. Towards the end of our day's session, I was really struggling with pain, partly because it's just fucking horrible and partly because I genuinely believe that if you're not having a nice time while you're getting tattooed, it just fucking hurts more. So we're almost at the end and he decides to pick that moment to climb on top of me and try to sexually assault me. At that point, everything goes a bit fuzzy and I'm pretty sure that I asked for a break and he got off me and I set up and called it a day. I'd already paid for my tattoo beforehand, so all that was left for me to do was go and get dressed and leave, which I did. I got back to my hotel and just completely broke down. This was a man I knew, we'd known each other way before either of us were tattooing, uh, just via like MySpace and stuff like that. We hadn't met before we started tattooing. We've got lots of friends in common, I knew his girlfriend, they'd just had a baby together, and I couldn't really believe what was happening. Needless to say, he didn't finish my back piece, but we'll get onto that in a minute. I'm ashamed to say that I've spent the next few years kind of laughing it off, like it was just a case of like, boys will be boys, but honestly that's doing the biggest disservice to hundreds and thousands of men in the world and in the tattoo industry, because I'm truly lucky to know and have worked with so many amazing men that would never dream of behaving in such a manner. And the fact that people like that awful, awful man are allowed to work in this industry unfortunately means that they're tainted with the same brush. Like I said in my video, absolute big ups to any woman who exclusively wants to get tattooed by other women because they want to support us in an industry that's predominantly male orientated. That's feminism in its finest form and I'm absolutely here for it. But if you're a female who would actually like some work done by a male tattooer and you're too damn scared to be in that situation and that's something that this industry really needs to address and it needs to happen now. The fact is, everyone in the industry knows this shit happens and no one is speaking up about it, but trust me when I say that's about to change. After chatting to a friend the other day, we thought about how nuts it is that every female seems to know another woman who's been sexually assaulted in one way or another and yet no men ever think that this shit happens. It doesn't add up, the maths just doesn't work. So as of now, I'm about to shout it from the fucking rooftops and I'm gonna campaign for things to change, especially in the tattoo industry. Now let's get on to those of you who may have been tattooed by someone and not had a great time. This doesn't necessarily mean you were assaulted or anything, it just means that you felt comfortable. Everything is valid in this scenario. There's no kind of better or worse or anything like that. If you've had a shit time or you're getting tattooed, then 
honestly, there's just nothing worse. What do you do in that scenario? Where are your rights? Can you just leave? Do they have to finish that tattoo? Do they own that tattoo? The fact is there are thousands of opinions. Google doesn't have the answers. And quite frankly, there are no regulations in tattooing outside of the hygiene standards that each local council kind of implement. We're currently living in the uprising of body ownership. And I suggest you all take note. If a tattoo is on your body, it belongs to you. If you don't want a tattooer to post it on their Instagram, that's up to you as long as you tell them about it. If you don't want them to finish something because something that is supposed to be positive got turned into something negative because of the artist doing it, just get it finished by someone else. You're not obliged to put yourself back in that situation just for them. They shouldn't have been a dick in the first place. When it comes to finding a tattooist to finish something they didn't start, it's a bit of a grey area. Back in the day it would have been really frowned upon, it wouldn't have been considered good tattoo etiquette, but fuck that. Granted, if you want someone to finish something because the original artist is too expensive now or anything like that, then tough luck my friend, not my problem. But if you're avoiding going back to the original artist because you've had a horrible time and you don't want them to finish it or you're not happy with how it's going, then kudos for you for taking control and going somewhere else. You have every right to do that and the majority of tattooists will understand that and take the work on. What they might not do is post it all over Instagram, that's no reflection on you at all. A lot of artists only want to post their original work. The likelihood is if you'd gone to them in the beginning, the tattoo would look a lot different and we like to keep our work kind of cohesive because then it attracts the same type of work going forward. Um, also, you might not think it, but the tattoo world is like dead small, so trying to keep drama to a minimum, we might just not want to put it out into the land of the internet. Saying that, if I can turn someone's negative tattoo experience into something more positive, I will absolutely do my best to make that happen. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of other artists would too. If not, all they can do is say no, right? And then you can just keep asking around. It's a damn sight better than the alternative. So what's the alternative? You end up in a situation with someone you don't like, putting something on your body forever, and you inevitably end up not liking it. Because every time you look at it, you remember what a bloody horrible time you had. No thanks. So why am I doing this now? Here's the thing. I love my industry. I love the absolute bones of it. I love what it stands for, what most of us provide people with, and I love my little tattoo community. The issue is that the nature of tattooing is that we end up in a position of power and our clients end up being vulnerable. There has to be an element of trust there and tattooists need to be aware of that. Unfortunately, the balance sometimes gets tipped in the wrong way. And if someone is of a certain disposition, the idea of power means something different. If people are that way inclined, they'll start to take advantage and they do. The other issue is that lots of people in the industry know that this happens and it seems to just get brushed under the rug and quite frankly, enough is enough. I know I'm not the only person this has happened to and it's awful that it's so frequent. It's catch-22, often in cases like this, the victims won't come forward because they feel ashamed, they feel stupid. There's rarely any way of proving something like this. People who are naturally manipulative enough to do something like this also have a magical way of making you feel like it was your fault, like you were asking for it or you never put yourself in that position in the first place. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not true and the more people start speaking up about this shit, the sooner we can sort it. I've spoken to a few people about this and there has been quite a lot of talk about, well, there would be proof because a lot of tattoo shops have CCTV. I have CCTV in my shop, but it's purely for security. We have it on the door and the exits, but we don't have it in the treatment area. 
I personally wouldn't want it in the treatment area because I feel like it's a bit of a violation for my clients. Like if I'm in a position where I've got video footage of clients half naked, then that's not nice for them. It is something I'm gonna kind of research a little bit more and see how people would feel about it. I work in an all female studio, so it's not too much of an issue, but I wonder where a lot of people stand on that sort of thing. So if you have any thoughts, drop me an email. Over the next few weeks, I'll be chatting privately to some professionals about if there's any space in tattooing to come up with some sort of regulation scenario where we can filter out the bad eggs. And I'll also be chatting to some people who I affectionately refer to as big dogs in the tattoo community to help me spread the word and raise awareness. This is honestly just the beginning. I'm no longer prepared to sit back and have predators representing the industry that I love. Not only does it ruin it for the rest of us, but the safety of other tattooists and all of our customers is at the very forefront. If you've been affected by anything I've spoken about today and you need somewhere safe and confidential to share your story, there are some amazing people in and out of the tattoo industry that can help share the load. You are absolutely not alone in this. My good friend Alice is doing some amazing work with her new venture, hashtag Tattoo Me Too. She has a private Facebook group where you'll be amongst like-minded people who can offer support. You can follow her on Instagram at Alice Snape and follow her super amazing feminist tattoo magazine at Things in Ink. Um, also, my friend and tattoo artist Lucy Pigeon is doing a lot of work with this issue right now. She also has a private Facebook group. You can find her on Instagram at Lucy Tattoo and she has a separate Instagram exclusively for this cause at T-S-A-S underscore UK. Thirdly, please follow and support the charity Still Not Asking For It. They do amazing work in the tattoo community for sexual assault survivors and they host flash days all over the world to help raise money for the cause. You can find them on the gram at Still Not Asking For It underscore flash event. And lastly, if you would like to seek support and advice, please check out the Survivors Network charity online. They do amazing work with survivors with regards to like counselling and stuff like that, but they can also provide legal advice should you choose to go down that route. You can do this anonymously. If you do decide to go down a legal route, you don't necessarily have to stand up in court and testify and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the time it's anonymous, you can leave statements with a legal team via video conference and stuff like that. So a lot of the time it seems like this huge overwhelming thing, but I highly suggest that you at least talk to someone about what your options are. The website for Survivors Network is survivorsnetwork.org.uk. If you haven't been directly affected by this, but you'd still like to show support, there is a donation link on their page, so please give what you can to support them. Thanks so much for listening today. If you'd like to chat to me about anything I mentioned in this podcast, please either email me at heydolly.outsidein at gmail.com or you can drop me a message on Instagram at Dolly Tattoos. Also, if you're a tattooist who'd like to get involved and support us in this new mission, please get in touch. The more we have of us, the more likely we are to be heard. Thanks guys, see you later.